Hey guys, this is Jennifer with There's Pee in the Water, and we're back with another episode. And today it's just me. Um, Josh could not record. Um, however, I do have a guest with me today. Her name is April. How are you today, April? Hey, Jennifer. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, no problem. I, I'm I'm glad to have you on here. Um, so just a little, you know, story about how I met April. Um, I have been getting on um, TikTok, just trying to, um, just, you know, how you are, you, you scroll through TikTok and, um, you're like, oh, I can relate to that. And I can relate to that. And then I've also just been trying to see what kind of content I can find and what kind of stories. And, um, I came across April and she had some, some bad dating, um, advice or bad dating experience here in Nashville. And since she had that experience, especially here in Nashville, I thought it would be great to have her on the show. So I'm really glad that you're on the show with us today. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. I know Nashville has been crazy. The dating scene is absolutely nuts here. Yeah, like you were saying um, before we the show, before we were talking, um, you know, it's Nashville is a, a one-stop shop. It's like people come here to party. They they come here to to get to um, just to better their career. Um, and it's it's kind of a transient city for them, and it, it's not a, a long-term city um, as far as the dating scene. And I think that's the problem with, with Nashville, with our dating scene, is because so many people come here for such, such a short period of time, and then they leave. And it's like they don't want to take the time to, to build those relationships. Yeah, 100%. So I moved uh, to Nashville from Illinois about four years ago. and I found out right away within that first six months that Nashville, like a lot of people were moving here for a short period of time and then they would move back home. It's a big, it's a big old pit stop mm -hmm. for everybody. And they're not willing to, even in friendships, um, they're not really willing to do that that piece of buying into somebody, giving you the respect that you want because they've got that short-term mindset. And they're like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to move back to Alabama or Illinois <laughs> or Pennsylvania um, after a couple of years after being young in Nashville. So it is super hard to find someone that's going to be here for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I've been here in Nashville since I was 17 on and off. Um, I moved out West um, and lived out there for about five years. Um, I moved back home to West Tennessee. I've lived in Georgia, Biloxi, um, Mississippi, like you name it. I've lived in Kentucky. I've been all over, um, but I always seem to come back to um, um, come back to Nashville. I don't know what keeps pulling me here, but something keeps pulling me here. Maybe it's because my family is here in Tennessee. Um, but even still, it's like the dating scene is, is horrible. And even the friendship scene, it's really kind of hard to build friendships. I mean, I have slowly started to build some friendships, um, just for the past couple months and it's nice. However, I don't feel like they're going to be like those long-term committed friendships that I, that I want and I'm looking for. And so I kind of have a hard time fitting in in Nashville for those reasons alone. Um, but the dating scene just makes it even worse. Like you're, you were saying you're 26, I'm 41. And so I feel like we kind of are looking for the same thing. We both want committed relationships. However, for me, like I'm having to pick through the ones that have already been married and divorced two or three times, have, you know, two or three mamas, and it's a harder scene for me. Um, and I would think that for you, it would still be pretty hard because you have those, those people that are moving here trying to establish themselves and they're trying to figure themselves out. And, but then they also know I'm not going to be here long. This is going to be a very short-term thing. So I don't want to try to build on that. 
A hundred percent. I think a lot of, at least um, around my age, a lot of the contribution to like the crappy dating is just technology and social media. Like we don't, we don't communicate as well as we should be. It's like, it's like a communication and a respect thing at my age, because it's like, I mean, if, if you give me all the information first, like if you're looking to sleep around, you're looking for a committed relationship. If you're looking for just friends, like, let me know that in the beginning, give me all the information so I can make a decision an informed decision for myself to keep seeing you mm-hmm. or to not. That actually happened with, uh, um, a relationship or not even a relationship, I guess a situation is what you would call it yeah. uh, with someone recently. And uh, I mean, basically they reached out to me. So this is somebody that I matched with on the dating apps a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And we, we happen to still have each other's numbers saved. So he reached out to me and said like, Hey, I keep seeing your TikTok. And I'm like, Oh, like it didn't work out with us the first time around um yeah talking we hadn't even met yet um and I was like okay cool enjoy them and he was like I forget why we we never went out like you we should go out sometime and I'm thinking to myself like "Ah, I don't know because I mean you you see my TikToks like I know I'm looking for a relationship like he's saying he's also looking for a relationship like I don't know um, it didn't work out the first time. Usually I don't like to recycle because it just ends up, you know, recycling men. Yes. It ends up being bad. Yeah, it's um, totally bad. So I, yeah, but so we actually went out for drinks um, for our first day. We went to Red Door, which already should have been a big red flag going to a party <laughs> bar. Um, but I knew it was a little bit like, you know, I told them I didn't want a dinner date. This is also, um, so I just recently started getting into the dating seriously scene. So mm-hmm. I don't know how to date, so I'm learning as I'm going. <laughs> um, so I'm like, I know I don't like dinner dates. So I was like, yeah, let's not do a dinner date, blah, blah, blah. Um, let's go get drinks. So we got drinks and we instantly headed off, instantly headed off. Um, we ended up like getting a little bit tipsy from the bar not gonna lie because it's red door yeah um and ultimately like he asked me he was like like should we go home together and I told him I straight up told him I said no this is like this is a first date I use the word date I was like I don't want to give you the wrong impression like I'm looking for a long-term relationship commitment um monogamy and he was like he what a liar he was like um yeah, like I'm looking for that too. I like I we're on the same page that that's not going to set the wrong, like the wrong impression with me. And at the time, I was like, mm, you know, the alcohol also kind of uh, gave this this uh, like impaired my judgment. So I was like, okay, let's do it. So we ended up going home together. Um, I was like, oh crap, like I don't I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want one night stands anymore. I want a committed relationship. So we ended up talking about it afterwards. Um, he went home. We ended up talking about it and saying, like, how do we feel about that? And we for the most part, like we were on the same page. We talked about our emotions, we talked about it, and that's not something you do mm-hmm. with one night stands or casual relationships. I feel like if you're just going to stay together, you're not gonna talk about those things. So we ended up seeing each other for two weeks after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went on another date, which was super romantic. We went to go watch the sunset, made a picnic um, in Franklin. Like everything was going 
well. So I thought like yeah. we were talking about every day. We were talking about our emotions. We were talking about what our previous relationships, what failed, like so that we could do better. And somewhere, somehow, like we ended up um, meeting up on a Tuesday mm-hmm. and he started acting weird after that. Or maybe it was Wednesday. He started acting weird that weekend, like not responding to anything, but watching my stories. And I was like, okay, like, I'm, I'm, I mean, we're not committed to each other. We're kind of on the same page. Like, I think I, like, I wasn't really thinking it was a red flag Yeah. until he stopped responding to my text messages the next week when he had a day off. Cause I was going to ask him to hang out again. I reached out to him and I said like, Hey, I haven't talked to you in a couple of days. Hope you're doing well. Like, do you want to hang out or something like that? Um, and he straight up texts me. Okay. He didn't answer for a couple of hours. Um, he straight up texted me that day. It was his day off, so I knew he wasn't doing doing anything. He said verbatim, "Just so you know, I was going to be a bitch about this, but I decided not to." And then he like indented the conversation and said, "I slept with somebody else last night. I don't know if you wanted to know the truth, but here's or you're the type of person that wants to know the truth. But here's the truth." Wow. Oh, wait. I, I, mean, was, I was like, at first, I was like, I looked at it and I was like, what? Like, what do you, what? I was like, what's the intention behind this text message? If I've been telling you that I'm looking for something long term and I'm looking for monogamy and I'm looking for, you know, not you to sleep with other people, like, what's the intention behind this? Because we, I mean, uh, what? Yeah. So I just literally responded and I said, why? No punctuation or anything. He, like, uh, some kind of redemption here. Like, oh, it was a mistake. Oh, I like you. Oh, I did this. Moving forward, something. You know what he said? What? He said, it just, like, it just came up and I did it. <laughs> you know what kind of response? response that is that's that's like a slap in your face kind of response I mean I've been in a situation like that before and you're just like what just happened like absolutely like that's the cut I saw a penny in the parking lot and I picked it up what yeah so I sit there staring for a second because I'm thinking so I mean I'm pretty open-minded right so I'm thinking okay we weren't committed to each other fine but I communicated all these things like I did everything right in this situation to let you know that that like there is nothing I could have done to give you the impression that I was going to be okay with that so I didn't respond right away two hours later I told him to call me I just said call me He did not call me and ignored me for the rest of the day. And that's where I got pissed. Have you? I got pissed. Oh, yeah, 100%. So when something like this happens and we, like, you don't even give me an avenue to talk about it, that's major disrespect in my book. Yeah, I mean. Disrespected. So I let him have it. I popped off. I said, listen, I was just going to block you on everything. But here's where, like, I think you messed up your communication. Here's where I was completely, like I said, I listened. I said, I told you that I wanted this. We went on an acute date. Like, we were moving. Like, we talked about our feelings. Like, I don't know where you thought that that would have been a good idea. I just don't understand. And so he comes back with this big, long book. And he basically said, 
like, no, I'm not going to talk to you. We were not dating. We were not anything. I don't know where you got that I wanted a relationship, even though he's with me. Um, uh, probably like, from fact, texting me and calling me all the time. That's right? weird. What? Talking about our feelings and talking about that you want kids in three years is something you don't really tell your hookups, right? Yeah. Um, he basically said we weren't dating. I, uh, I actually, when I met you, I knew initially I did not want a relationship. He's like, I'm not going to feel bad about this. This is something that you can't make me feel bad about because I like we were not dating. Oh. I'm sitting there. I I responded. He fucking blocked me. <laughs> wow. I he mean, he blocked me right after dropping this big long book about how he's not gonna feel bad about it. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, so I think you kind of feel bad about it because why would you block me? Like I don't. Uh... I mean, do you feel like he love bombed you? No, like, what do you mean? Like, during... Yeah, when we like, were... like he groomed you to get what he wanted, and then afterwards, he was just like, okay, I'm I'm done, and I've had enough. I think somewhere... So, this is what I really think happened. I think somewhere along the way, because we were talking about his exes, and mm-hmm. um, he would kind of have reactions to things that I was like, hey, I'm... Like, he was like, don't be mad, or don't be... Like, like he would call me if he thought I was mad because mm-hmm. of the response that I sent him. And I'm I'm like, hey, like it's I'm fine. I'm chill. Like you were totally fine. Um, like I wonder he's like, Oh, just my ex is used to like not like my schedule or not like my profession or need to know I was alive all the time because he's a cop. And I'm like, Okay, so that's probably another red flag is that he was a cop. Yeah. But um I was like, okay, well, how about moving forward? Like, we just tell each other what we do and we don't like and, like, see where this goes. And, like, I just, like, I think along the way he thought that we were going to work out and he got scared. Like, 100%. I I couldn't agree with you more. Maybe he has an avoidant, like, um, attachment style, um, basically, where something in his past has triggered him and caused him to to shut down when it comes to his feelings. I mean, I've, I've been in situations like that with men before we'll get extremely close. And then like the smallest little detail, uh, it could set him off and he doesn't want to talk to me. And then, you know, I never hear from the man again. And sometimes most of the time you, you do hear from the gentleman again, they'll reach out to you, um, depending on how, how much that they meant you meant to them and, and in their life. I mean, I, in the past I've had that, um, where a man will reach out to me it may not be immediately it may be like three months four months down the road and they're like hey i was just thinking about you and i'm just yeah, like 100%. no and i think oh sorry go ahead oh well i mean i just think that i mean I, like i said i've been in that situation before not once but probably like at least two or three times where things were going really well um it we were just dating casually seeing each other casually and then um we would get super close and share a lot of information with each other um, you know, our past, our, our upbringing. And, um, and then eventually, like I said, one day they just like something clicks in them and it could be the most minor thing. You could be like, I don't know. It could be something like you didn't text me good morning this morning. And they're like, they get, they just lose their shit and you never hear from me. And you're like, what just happened here? And it kind of like, I'll be honest, like in a situation like that, it, it takes a blow to your ego because you're like, okay, what did I just do wrong? And then you're, oh, this would hurt real bad. I'm and, not gonna lie. We probably were talking for four weeks total. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm still trying to get over it. It's probably been like a month 
And then you- and I'm just, it's just like, there was no closure. There was no reasoning. Like, I'm a very logical person. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sitting here and I'm like, I mean, I like, I could retrace everything that I did. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, there's nothing that I think I did wrong. Like, yeah. there's nothing. Absolutely and- nothing. Maybe hooking up on the first date. But we talked about it and we moved forward. And then you so, start to uh, compare yourself, though. You compare yourself, was I not good enough? Because especially if they go out and sleep with somebody else, you're like, was I not good enough? Did I not satisfy you? Like, what's wrong with me? I almost told them, I was like, what do you mean? Like, last night, because we talked about it the week before. I was like, we'll see you next week. Like, I would have been hanging out with him if he would have just called because I had the expectation that we were already going to make plans. Yeah. That's why I reached out to him. And said, like, we should make plans the next day or so. Because it was his day off. And I knew that. Like, I just, it's just one of those things that, I mean, yeah, my ego is super hurt about it. And I think, I mean, uh, it's all on him. And I know for a fact, I know, since he already did reach out back once after, like, six months. Oh, he months, has? That was, uh, well, that was uh, oh, 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 thought... the dating app, and then he reached out again because it didn't work out the first time or Oh, whatever. I thought you said he's, like, reached out since then. No, he hasn't. Um, I'm sure he will. And I they usually always so. do. They usually so, always do. And There's no way he's not seeing my TikTok right now. There's no way. Yeah. Um, it's just, like, one of those things where it's, like, I mean, I got to be strong enough, like, to say no if he does. Because right now, I do not think I'm strong enough. I'd probably be like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it. We've all been there. We've all been there. Because, like, you, you you know, somehow you just end up catching feelings or whatever. Or you think that there was something there. And because they fed your ego and made you think that there was. And so it's kind of, it's hard. And so I, I know. I mean, I, I've been there. And I, I know your feeling. And I... I, um, I really hate it. Like, I mean, I see like younger girls your age and I mean, the older I get, the, the less that like, I want something that, that is, you know, substantial. I want something that has substance to it. I don't, I, I don't want to be part of this whole culture. And I don't mean that any towards anything towards your age, but it's like, I, I see that more women your age do it. And it's like, I just want to hold you on and be like, please don't do this, please. Like, you're just going to oh, hurt yourself. Oh, it, like, that's why I'm so, you know, I was told earlier in, um, in dating when I said, uh, like, I'm looking for all my TikToks are like, I'm looking for a long-term committed relationship. Yeah. Um, I was told that it's like, no, don't do that because you're going to scare them away. And I'm like, that makes really? no sense. I'm like, if I'm scaring these guys away because I'm saying not- I want something real, then bye. They're Goodbye. not the one, they're not the yeah, one for right? you. They're, I mean anybody would would totally if they want to date you they would be like okay yeah i mean i've i watch um there is a guy that i watch on um instagram i wish i could think of his name off the top of my head right now i cannot even think of it um but i i follow this guy on instagram and he just talks about how like if it's if it's not if it's not meant to be it won't be like don't give these time these guys the time of day but he also tells you like so oh what he so what he says is like you should go into dating as fun it shouldn't be an interview but it also you also have to lay out your expectations in the beginning you have to be like okay this is what I'm looking for if we're not on the same page then you know I I don't know if we should be bothering continuing to, to know each other so um it just kind of sucks I mean. I don't know. I, again, I, I hate the hookup culture. I think it's 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 stupid and I don't get it. And I don't understand why, you know, p- 
people want to go down that that route because all it all it does is people end up getting hurt and it's, it's and, so wild because like I mean I I see where somebody would from and say like don't say like you want to learn friend because I mean if I'm on a first date with a guy and they're saying I want to marry you that would scare that's me that's gonna make me <laughs> run away yeah okay. So I think like it, but I do think it is important to say like, Hey, this is my long-term goal. I'm like, I'm not sitting there and I'm like, yeah, I want to get married in six months. Like, is that going to be you? No, it's more of like, I, these are my values and this is what I'm not willing to do. I'm not willing to do the hookup thing anymore. I'm not willing to go into a situation. I'm not willing to be disrespected from you. Like, not communicating with me or sleeping with somebody else or something like that. Like I'm yeah. not willing to do those things. And it's like, I think it's more like people need to frame their mindset more around that than actually like saying like, I want to be married in a year. Yeah. Like, cause I think that could scare somebody away, but I definitely think like, you know, setting your foundation, no goal. Like, well, I mean the last two, <laughs> the last two relationships I had, um, they were, we were both on the same page, completely on the same page, or so I thought, or, I mean, yeah, we were basically, um, but one, um, one guy, he lived in Colorado, um, and I was looking to move to Colorado, and that's how we kind of ended up chatting, and um, becoming close with each other, and he, he flew out here and spent a week with me, and um, we talked to each other every day, I, I, I travel a lot and I was going traveling this summer and I was going to spend a month out West and, and in Colorado with him. Um, and so like we had already just discussed all that. Um, but like the first week that he was here, like I will admit, like he was here for a solid week and I couldn't wait to get him to the airport. And I know that sounds horrible, but it was because I'm so used to my independence and my freedom. And he was like, I could see myself marrying you within like a week. And I was like, Whoa, bro, slow it down. And um, like something like that's super scary. Yeah. Now, to bring up a really good point, it's like you can change your mind. Like yeah. you can a hundred percent change your mind. And like I don't think people also realize that when they're saying like I want a commitment, I want a long term relationship, and they get into something with somebody, it would have told me like, hey, I'm really not interested in this anymore. Yeah. And said like that he was going to sleep with other people. I would have been fully informed of his feelings and been able to make a decision like okay maybe we should stop seeing each other yeah but instead he literally just slept with somebody else told me about it and i'm pretty sure he just wanted to sabotage it um in the most disrespectful way i think we need to be more communicative and respectful especially when it comes to like excuse me somebody's feelings because like i mean it wrecks people when you don't oh yeah you know? i agree i agree and you and know like, but you could totally change your mind a weekend especially if they're doing some wild things yeah you know? of course i mean and the funny thing is about that guy in colorado we ended up we ended up continuing to date and continue to talk and then one day he just ghosted me out of the blue and i'm like what and it totally wrecked my mind and it just like and i was i was kind of on the fence about him i was like do i like him i did like him i really did but I, th- I felt like he was going at like lightning speed and it was like, whoa, slow down. And I had another guy in office that I dated and that one literally only lasted a week, a week. And it was literally the worst week of my life. I wouldn't say it's the worst, but it got very like it, it got worse and worse throughout the week. But it went from like we had an amazing first day to 
we end up screaming at each other and he's telling me I need to learn time management skills better so I can spend, so I can get my stuff done during the day and spend my nights with him. I'm like, whoa, like he gave me his key on the fourth date. And I was like, I don't know about this. Like I, I haven't spent the night at my house in four days and now you're giving me a key. Like I can't breathe. No, no. And so yeah, I had an ex-boyfriend like that who within five months asked my mom if he could propose to me and she said yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean I like that's a suffocation right there. Like I think for a successful relationship, like you know, I mean you're an independent person, you know that. Yeah. Um you have to slowly incorporate somebody into your life, I feel like, so that you can build that really strong foundation and then like kind of slowly like you know get used to them you know get go on schedules will align up like you know what I mean like I think it does need to be slower at first otherwise <laughs> yeah you're gonna end up getting suffocated and almost resenting your partner because you're like like you try to change it's almost like losing weight like you try to change so quickly and you burn out because you you're not that person yeah you gotta like slowly improve things and slowly become a new person almost like you gotta become a new person with somebody else when you're in a relationship no i totally agree i mean i i just i think that this culture that we're in is a really weird culture of the dating era and i honestly i feel sorry for you and i feel sorry for me and all the other <laughs> all the other women and men out there that do want something serious because you do have these men and women that are like the guy that you were telling me about that, you know, you slept with and he ends up going to sleep with somebody else. He's just an asshole. And it, it puts a bitter taste in your mouth and it makes those good people like us that just, it makes us harder to open up to people. And we start to build up walls and we start to block people out. And then we shut down and we're like, I don't want to be part of this, this anymore I, because it's just too much. It's like, you don't want to disrupt your peace. You want to be in a great spot, you know? And so it's like, do you want to keep dating or do you just want to like, just say, screw it. And I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, screw it. Like, I, I don't think that I, maybe God, it, you know, it's not intended for me to be married. Maybe God has that intentions or maybe, you know, my soulmate is still out there somewhere that I haven't met. I don't know. But um, it's just, I, it's a really, really hard culture for, for all of us, I think. So, but um Anyhow, I, we are just about out of town, and um, so I want to go ahead and wrap this up, but I, ha I can't tell you how much I appreciate you being on the show today. It's been great talking to you and getting to know you and just hearing your stories, and um, I would really love it, you know, if you, you share the episode and our podcast with your friends and family and whatnot, um, and just, you know, help us see this, this podcast grow, because I think it's a lot of help, and it, it shows to people that we're not alone out here, like, we are all in this together, and that way, if we see that, then maybe people will start to understand, like, okay, maybe I shouldn't give up just yet, like, it's just, it's, you, you just have to keep peeling back the layers of the onion, and eventually you get to the core, and you're like, okay, now I got it, you know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank uh, you. I really appreciate you reaching out. And I'm hopefully this reaches the right audience and we can all come together and find our, our center of the onions, you know? Yeah, definitely. But um, guys, if you want to uh, reach out and be on the show or um, just want to talk about like dating life, um, your dating life or life, life in general, you can always reach us at there's pee in the water at Gmail. We also have TikTok and Instagram and that's a wrap. Thanks.